Welcome to the Sometimes Spouse Podcast. I am Christy Ogle, the host of the Sometimes Spouse Podcast. And every Thursday, we have Ask a Realtor. And this week, we have Ian Williams from Austin, Texas. Welcome, Ian. Thank you. How are you today? I am amazingly well. So you are one of our expert realtors on Ask a Realtor. How's business? Oh, I'm never too busy to to turn down helping someone else. Let me say it that way. But I will say business is really good. Um, very, very good. There's a lot going on. A lot, lot of people are looking. There are also a lot of houses that are gone uh-huh. and they move very quickly. And that's that's an interesting discussion. And I think that's kind of going to lead into our topic for today. So I'm not going to spoil it. Before we dive into our topic, tell me, what's one of your favorite summer activities? Well, uh, gosh, I have a handful. Um, one of them is I just bought a bicycle for the first time in my adult life. Uh-huh. And... Because I always looked at people, I was like, I said, why would I want to ride anywhere? I've got a car, you know, like walk <laughs> or something. So anyway, I just plopped down what is, in my opinion, an insane amount of money for something where I have to do the work. <laughs> but anyway, ended up getting a bicycle, went to, uh, we have a, uh, a trail system down here uh-huh. called Walnut Creek. And it's a yeah. beginner trail, but to me, it's pretty intense. You've got these like drops and all these hills and you're like flying through trees that are that far apart. Don't even know if your handlebars are going to fit. Got to wear a helmet. People crash. And uh, right now that's my favorite summer. Yeah, we've been riding multiple times. Um, we, we try to ride a couple times a week. So is that mountain biking? Mountain biking. Yes. Should I said that? I didn't say that. Yeah, mountain biking. Full suspension for anybody who knows bikes. No hardtail. Uh, yeah, soft tail in the back. Wow. That's a fancy one then. It is good at letting you drop. So if you like fall, and when I say fall, like if you drop it off of something, uh-huh. let's say a, a ledge, you can land smoothly. And then if you're going uphill, like let's say up rocks and all the terrain, it's uh, it kind of accounts for that. So that's the reason for a, a soft tail. Wow. I'm just learning these things. Good to know. <laughs> I haven't yeah. mountain biked cool. in years. I sold my bike. I probably would have to get a new one to mountain bike. Mm. Well, it's ridiculous. You actually can't find them anywhere. Like all the bike shops are gone. They're backed up for weeks and weeks because when COVID hit, people said, well, we're home. Might as well get out more. And then everybody, I was at Walmart three or four days ago. And the bike section, the bike section at Walmart was empty. I'm thinking, this is this is real life right now. Walmart. Yeah, that's crazy. It's the same way with us for sup boards. So stand up paddle boards. We've been looking oh, yes. for them for the last several months, and you can order them off Amazon, but you're gonna wait until the fall. Um, and as soon as they go up on Facebook, somebody's selling a used one, they're gone because people are going outside. They're going outside. In fact, that's actually how I ended up getting the bike was on Facebook Marketplace. I saw oh. some guy, I was tagged within seven minutes of him posting it. I said, I want that. Yeah. I had to move. 
Can't be can't be playing these games today. You if you're no. if you're into something, you have to go in and commit. You yeah. have to. You have to send them that money via marketplace like that, or it's gone. I did. <laughs> it's so funny you say that. That's basically I did an option fee, just like I would with real estate. I, uh -huh. I sent him an option fee and uh, a little um, conversation saying this is my agreement that I will pay you for X, Y, and Z because we were meeting two days later. Oh yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Make it hundred bucks. Hundred bucks. Hold this, and we'll meet. And the, you always wonder, will this work out? Hmm. I always think well, that I've got that Craigslist. It's a hundred dollar risk. It's yeah. the same as the Tesla uh, Cybertruck. Hundred yeah. dollar risk. If it never happens, you know, I spend that on coffee in a month. I don't really, but a lot of. I mean, yeah. When you think about it, relatively, it's not that much. Wow. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So today we're going to talk about um, the election and how it affects home sales or how they're projecting it. The interesting thing about this year, though, this isn't a year like ever before, is it, Ian? It's not. And I think that's going to skew the historical trends a bit. It is, because I've been doing some research on this topic because you brought it to my attention. And it's really surprising that for the last 13 elections, for the presidential election, something always happens in the election year. But this year with that little virus, that's really shaken our whole world, hasn't it? Very much so. I mean, four years ago, we were like hacked or something. And then four years before that, uh, there were other things to talk about. I think there was a, uh, wasn't that Bin Laden? I think I'm, I don't want to get too, too far into politics, but I think there were, there's almost always something big that happens and, and it creates this level of uncertainty. And now pandemic, yeah. you know, like it just, it just falls. They all fall during the election and it does create a, I think it creates a psychological reaction to people that are, interested in buying or selling their home and i think that's that's part of the interesting discussion right there yeah because this is a really good time to buy a home in the states right because interest late interest rates are so low they are very low um i was actually having a conversation with a lender partner of mine earlier today uh -huh. and he said that People that had purchased in March of this year are already refinancing with him. Wow. Because they're saving that much money. It's worth it. They're saving that much money on their monthly payment. It's just, it's incredible. So to people listening that don't know about rates and that sort mm -hmm. of thing, how, how long does a person usually have to wait instead of just three or four months? three or four years before yeah. it makes sense because so the whole idea for interest rates is the lower your rate among 15 other factors the lower your rate it it helps lower your monthly payment right mm -hmm. so if you have a I would say a typical 30-year mortgage uh it can lower your monthly payment um by a pretty substantial amount. It could be $50, it could be $200. It depends on the size of the house and all sorts of things. And that's not the only reason. Some people want to change their mortgage from a 30 year to a 15 year. Yeah. You might be able to pay the same, If you let's say you bought a house 
10 years ago, you might be able to pay the same amount for your 30-year mortgage and get a 15-year mortgage and pay it off that much faster. And you're paying the same amount monthly because the interest rates are so much lower today. Yeah, it is insane. It's definitely a time to look at that interest rate and see if you can lower your payments like you're saying but i mean this is the time to buy a house if you have a job you have you know a decent credit score those kind of things you do need those things um to buy the house but it doesn't I, have to be excellent credit anymore does it can i yeah i guess i want to just touch on this okay. people always ask what do i need to buy a house look you either need money, which is income, or credit, uh -huh. right? Money or credit um, or, a, or a job, like stability, right? Uh -huh. So you have a job. You can have a job and not have any down payment and still try to make something work. But you can't. You have to have one or two of those things. You can't have none of the three <laughs> and still expect to buy a house. So when I say money, uh, I'm talking capital, whether it's gifts from a family or something. In, in a lot of situations, you want to have a reserve tank. Uh, you never want to run out of gas, right? So if it's um, a down payment, there's a large percentage of down. So you put more money into it, you buy a house cash, not have any credit, not have any job. Buy a house cash, fine. Yeah. Um, but if you don't have that much cash, then you have to have one or one of the others. You have to have either credit, which says that you can borrow money, or you have to have a job that the banks look at and say, they will eventually get money and hopefully they'll pay me. Yeah. So three so, things. What were they again? The Just recap. Um, so capital, which is like a down payment, uh -huh. or income, which is a job, or credit. And if you have those things, you can buy a house. If you have those things, unless there's something crazy going on, you can buy a house. I mean, there, there are all sorts of variables. Like if you are your own business owner and you've only been in business six months, well, better have a lot of capital. Yeah. <laughs> you better have a lot of money because that's going to be interesting. But uh, yeah, if you have those three things, you're. it's like, I'd say, I'm not a lawyer, I'm not a lender, I would say 90% probability that you can get into a home like tomorrow that is awesome now i've also heard that it's a seller's market in 2020 what does that mean ian hmm. it means that we're in a low inventory situation so i think the the general consensus is that it's a 60-day period so two months if it takes less than two months to sell a house they call that a seller's market that's national standard. In Austin, I would say if it takes less than 30 days to sell a house, if it sits on the market for 30 days, it's a seller's market. Less than 30 days, uh, it's a seller's market. Right now, I see houses going in, if not same day, same week. Like they are gone. If, you, if it's priced well and it's not like falling over, sometimes even if it is falling over, someone's buying it. It is so fast. You, you, I implore you, please, if you are interested in purchasing anything, and this is, I, I've talked to a lot of other realtors across the United States, uh -huh. and it seems to be the same everywhere, unless you're in the middle of the country. If you are interested in buying a house, do the homework, 
get all your paperwork together, go talk to a lender before you start shopping. Because if you shop, you get online and you get click happy, you're like, oh, I like that house. Let me click the button to go see it. Well, first you shouldn't click the button. You should talk to your realtor. Uh-huh. Shameless plug. But definitely understand that you can even afford that house. And if you haven't talked to a lender, you don't know if you can afford it. You think you can based on the price. But there's taxes, interest rate that we talked about, um, HOA fees. Yeah. That's a lot of HOA fees could be $300 a month if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. Right? Repairs, um, negotiations. There's so much. There's so much. I have heard that from all um, throughout the state of Texas. Um, we usually have Bonnie and Marlene. Um, they rotate through Ask a Realtor, and each of them have said the same thing like, the inventory is going quickly and you'll get multiple offers on a home. You have to be ready. Like you can't oh, yeah. wait around anymore. They're gone. I had, I had someone connect me with a client on a Tuesday. Never met this person before. They had never met this person before. They said, Ian, this person needs to buy a house. They're ready to go. I call them. We go see a house within... 24 hours, we had already submitted an offer, seen the house, seen three houses, submitted an offer, and then it was accepted the very next day. So uh, we did it on Tuesday. We were connected on Tuesday, planned everything, went out on Wednesday, and by Thursday, we were under contract. And it's funny because we are closing next Tuesday. Wow. So it's it's very fast. And, and, and the closing was three weeks. If that, like it's rapid, rapid, rapid. Yeah, and usually it takes Exciting. a little bit longer to close, doesn't it, Ian? It does. Uh, so the duration that it takes to close is based on a handful of things. One, do you have your paperwork together? Mm -hmm. you know, your paperwork together is going to take forever to close uh, because you're scrambling. That could take a week, right? If you haven't filed your taxes, that takes a while. You're, you have okay. to have all that stuff done. Um, that's the first one. The second one is... Um, negotiation a lot of so i had this listing and people were coming in making offers on this house and trying to negotiate well i received i don't know seven offers and some of them were cash and then these people coming in with financing loans which isn't as good as cash are like well can you do this and fix this and change that and i'm thinking I don't know if you know how this works. I don't have to do, I don't have to do anything. Uh-huh. This house will sell. Yeah. So don't push the boundary on, on that. So if you negotiate, that could take a week. And, and then also appraisals, that's a big one. So when you buy a house, the lender, so they don't get in trouble, they have to submit the information to an appraisal company. Uh-huh. And then based on how long that takes, that could take, uh, that could take two, three weeks by itself to get it back. Wow. So that's usually the longest wait time is the appraisal. So if you want something fast, wave the appraisal. Just wave it. If the lender can wave it or if you have cash, wave it. Hmm. Good to know. So buyers are very, very active. How have um, home showings changed? Well, there's video. Video has yeah. been huge in my life. Um, now, whenever I have a listing or if I just have a really cool property, I will focus on making a, a neat video 
that people can watch and kind of do a walkthrough and explain the house. So it's like a virtual open house before there were virtual open houses, right? It's just, uh-huh. this, you need to see this house, but not just pictures. I hate when I see pictures and it's those, and it's just the scrolling. It's like, that doesn't give you a feel for the space. Yeah. Walk around, I'm gonna see what it's like. So, and, and there's so few places or people that do this. And so um, I think the videos, even with, even with FaceTime, or Google Duo or whatever you have on your phone is a great way. And you can even, I'm gonna show you. Have I ever shown you these? No. My Snapchat glasses? No. Okay, so here's what happened. I bought these because I was going to Costa Rica a couple of years back and I was sick of having to hold my phone up to take videos or pictures of things. Well, you know, that's silly. And I mean, I wanted to have something like this years ago. There was something called Google Google Blast many years ago. It didn't work out, but Snapchat, the same company that you know all your kids are playing yeah. on, they have these glasses that they made. So you put them on. I can tap the button. I'm going to angle it to the side. So that was a picture, and it flashes. So you know I'm not, uh, you know I'm not like recording as we're talking or anything like yeah. that. But anyway, so I can tap it again, and. I, I tap it and it'll give me a 10 second recording. And I can do that up to three times, 30 second recording. So here's here's the rub. It is hands-free, right? I put them on. I have my hands completely free. I can tap this, walk through a house, talk about it. And I can, if I need to write something or if I need to point at something, people can see it as if they are physically there. Yeah. As if they are physically there. And so they get a real feel for the space and the clarity is incredible and they're waterproof. I actually bought them, like I said, because I was going to Costa Rica and we were going to be on um, ATVs. Yeah. Everywhere we went was ATVs. Well, I can't be on an ATV <laughs> trying to, yeah. my, you can't, that's silly. That's silly. So um, yeah, silly. These uh, Snapchat glasses have been lifesavers. This is my fifth pair. Wow. I think. It's, n- it's not because they break. It's because I lose them. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I lose them so bad. Oh, it's terrible. They'd be easy to take off and just set somewhere. So have you ever heard of BSR Cable Park? Yeah, that's in Waco, Texas. Oh, it's a beautiful place. Beautiful yeah. place. So in at the end of every one of my videos, I have a... A section, I took a video of me doing a front flip on the big slide at BSR Cable Park. Well, if you if you watch any of the videos at the end, when I go down the slide, I have glasses on. And then when I flip, I don't have glasses on. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's I lo- that's how I lose them. Because you're and that's happened three like times now. Wild. Where I've lost them due to water sports. Now I have one of those strings that you can... Wow. Don't let them fall away. That is awesome. Um, so the houses are selling quickly. There is speculation, and it's all speculation, right? We don't yeah. know what's going to happen because this year is not like the last thirteen elections that they've they've kind of followed. But in fall previous election years, what has happened with home sales? So you'll either see a dip in the interest rate, or you'll Sometimes you actually see um, uh, uh, stagnation, is that a word? Where it gets a little more stagnant, mm-hmm. where it slows when there's an election year because you have so many people that are uncertain. The, ma- the large majority of people are either rushing to get it done before an election 
or if they're not able to, then they're going to wait it out to see what happens and who gets into office, right? And I, I think what's interesting is these numbers, people, I don't think people always understand why these numbers are the way, way they are. Mm-hmm. Corporations buy a lot of houses, a lot of houses. And so I'll give you an example. I used to work for this large Fortune 100 pharmaceutical company. And anytime there was a manager or a director or someone, a person of interest that had to relocate, they would consider um, helping them sell and buy their home. They had a whole arm or relocation team Uh that was around that. Well, if they bought the house and then you ended up paying them or they took it out of your salary, that's a good example as to um, when it matters. And and a corporation like that, if it's a conservative corporation, which Abbott was, that's it, uh, which that company was, it was a conservative corporation. So um, based on who was in office, it would change how they hired and, and in fact, how many people were moving back and forth because of that. Hmm. So you think that corporate, some corporations want to halt um, purchasing from the last, you know, 50 years because they uh, don't know what's going to happen? Because one thing that could happen, I guess, is interest rates could go up. Taxes could, could. go up. Well, and that's the thing. If you have all these people that have cash, perfect yeah. example. You have hundreds of people that have cash. Interest rates are low. So it it doesn't matter as much to people that have cash, but what it does is it lets them borrow money at a low cost, right? Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. They can buy, let's say somebody bought 10 houses right now because there are people out there that'll go, let me, let me just have 10 houses to shelter my money. Mm-hmm. Well, it doesn't matter what happens. Real estate is going to grow, right? Right now, they, they should be able to get their money back if they're willing to hold on to the property for 10 years or 20 years. It might be less time, but if you have the cash, you can do that. But a lot of people, especially with the, the lost in jobs, there were, what, almost 40 million that were uh, jobless? Yeah. Or unemployment claims. Let's say 40 million unemployment claims across the United States. Last, that's the last number I heard, which was, I don't know how accurate that was, or um, I want to say it was a week or two back, but that's a lot of people that can't, necessarily prove their income and buy houses right and and if they did let's say they did have the money there still might be the uncertainty as to whether or not they'll have their job tomorrow Mm -hmm. and all of that is going to be a factor and it's the same if there's um if there's something political that's changing so uh, one example i had a, a, a person post on my facebook page I'd ask a similar question. We'll get that to that in a second. But they had said, well, imagine states like Colorado. Mm-hmm. There's an election, and this is a local election, but locally they, the, the election dictated that cannabis was legal. Uh-huh. Well, I mean, that's a huge impact to whether or not you're willing to buy. You had a lot of people, like almost a mass exodus from other areas of the United States of people going there because that's what they want. Yeah. Right. Even if it's only to invest, it doesn't mean you have to be a user, but you can be an investor or whatever else. But that's a shift in the market based on uh, politics. Yeah. The difference based on the election this year than any other year is there's never been anything quite like it. So, I mean, that speculation's out there. But have you seen any slowdown the closer we get to the election? Because, I mean, it's seriously. 
three months so away? We have, we have not had any slowdown. In fact, it's ramped up considerably. And I think there are two reasons. One, people want to get it done before the election. Whatever, done, whatever it is, uh-huh. they want to try to get it done before the election. Actually, I'm going to say three reasons. Two, um, you have a lot of people who are at home and have idle hands. Yeah. And they're like, well, you know, we've been in this house. I, I'll use me as an example. I mean, on on occasion, uh, my house is full. And so, like, I'm in my one of my rooms, but I need more space. Uh-huh. I need more land. And so... I, I wouldn't have been thinking about it before, but now I'm like, gosh, I really could use, we've had more toys. I bought a bicycle, got a kayak, all these things that are sitting in my dry, in my garage. And uh, I don't have a basement. Up north, we had basements. So I need more storage. I need more land. So it's a, it would be a good time to consider upgrading. And then the last one that's the factor is schools. So it used to be where people wanted to relocate families often wanted to relocate to consider the school district that their child or children will be in right mm-hmm. well schools are all virtual <laughs> right now and or parents are working from home because that was the other factor like how long do i have to drive to get to work how's traffic all that it's all kind of going away yeah it's all going away you can live wherever you want in a lot of situations. I can live wherever the heck I want. Yeah. Right? It's totally changed people's kind of outlooks on life. Like you can do what you want from anywhere, no matter what kind of business it is. If you can do it virtually, you can do it from Austin, Dallas, Jamaica, wherever. (laughs) I think it forces people to adapt to what was already transpiring. Mm Mm-hmm. So I was at, I did a uh, Instagram story a couple days ago. I was at Walmart and people were giving me a hard time for not having seen this before. I was like, I'm sorry, I don't go to Walmart all the time. Uh, but I went to Walmart and I see the cleaner. There was a, you know, like the, the mini Zamboni that you would see at an ice rink. There was this, this cleaner that was walking around, uh, driving around, but it was automated, completely automated. It was robotic. It was uh-huh. basically a giant Roomba to clean the Walmart floor. And, you know, it's not weird to see a Roomba, but when you're used to seeing someone standing on the back of this thing, and then there is nobody standing on the back of this thing, you're like, aha, didn't need people anyway. For that. People will, it, the world is moving. The virus or the pandemic has been causing these changes more rapidly, Mm -hmm. but it was already coming. Somebody else said something about um, what's a what's a, a what's something that people in the next generation won't experience, and I said the smell of gas. And she paused for a second. She's like, "How far out are you thinking?" And I just and I sat back and I thought to myself, "Well, the number one auto manufacturer today only makes electric vehicles." Mm-hmm. I mean, that should tell you something. And every other car manufacturer that plans to stick around has an electric vehicle either in the next year or the next two years that should be replacing their gas-powered vehicles. Yeah. So it's, it's faster than you think. Yeah, that is a good point. Like, 
it is coming, but this virus just kind of sped it up a little bit. That's it. Yeah. That's it. It's actually like, hey, giving- Get your butt in gear. Yeah. It's actually giving people more time because yeah, you're stuck at home virtually working, but uh, I know me, I don't have to travel nearly as much. I can go to the office and hit the meeting and not have 30 minute travel time there, 30 minute travel time back. And if somebody pulls me off to the side, another 30 minutes, half my day is gone from one meeting. So, I mean, it's really given me the time to be more effective in what I do and do the things that I wanna do. I would, it absolutely does. It absolutely does. It was. I think three years ago where I bought one of these. One second, let me show you. All right. Have you ever seen, you've seen one of these things, right? Virtual reality yes. headset? Yes. Okay. I've had these for four, four years. I've had this, this silly little thing for four years. One like it, right? Uh-huh. And uh, a partner and I had a real estate team and I remember buying one and thinking, here's what's gonna happen. We're gonna have it where people come to our office, put on this headset, and they can look at any house in the area without having to leave. And then, I don't have to drive anywhere, and that's not the reason. The uh -huh. reason is because people are indecisive and need to be able to see it, and yeah. like see what something, some people wanna smell it too, but let's talk about the site. Let's get that figured out. But people can look around and actually see the height of the ceilings the color of the walls and how many paces or how many steps to get from the front of the house to the back in case there was something going on and they needed to escape. You know, people think of yeah. all sorts of things. So that was the vision. And then fast forward to now, everybody's jumping on the bandwagon. I'm like, yep. <laughs> because it, it made so much sense. And I was trying to figure out ways to not have to drive as much until people were actually ready. Yeah. And now, the pandemic is basically putting us in that position where nobody can drive. If you want something, you're going to make it happen or you're not, and you're yeah. going to miss out. It's kind of gotten rid of the tire kickers. That is absolutely what it has done. If you are interested, no, 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 not if you're interested, if you are committed, I heard this in a training one time. So anybody who's listening to this, that's been to this training will know. Are you interested or are you committed? Cause you I'm interested in seriously 10,000 different things. Uh-huh. But what am I committed to? I'm married. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, you know, you have your house and also there's all sorts of things. But uh, no, but the house you can get rid of. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. Are you interested or are you committed? If you're committed to getting into a house or buying a house or selling your house so that you can move and follow whatever your passion or your dreams are. Shoot, I've got one girl, a friend of mine, she just got, ex she just accepted a job in London. She lives here in Austin. She and I were talking about buying a house uh, not too long ago. And she's like, you know what? Things have changed in my mind. I'm committed to, she, she was obviously committed if she got a job, she was accepted and she will be leaving shortly to go to London. How exciting. How exciting, right? Like that's a commitment. Yeah. Have you have you always lived in uh, Texas? No, no, we actually uh, grew up in Missouri. I lived there for 30 plus years before we committed to be in Texas. Committed. 
That's it. You're from and Nebraska, you, and when you right? Did it, you couldn't tie. You couldn't be a tire kicker. It's not like you took three months to get here, but like to drive here, physically yeah. drive here. Once you had everything in order, you were like, go. That's yeah. what you have to do. Same with the house market. If you want something, you need to do it that day. Yeah. <laughs> if you want it. You're from up north too, Nebraska. You. Is that no. it? No. Iowa? Uh, so it, it's I say Chicago because it's easy Chicago. for people to remember. But I'm I'm I was smack dab in between Chicago and Milwaukee along Lake Michigan. So oh I was gosh. I could be an hour either way and I was in one or one or the other city. I bet that was beautiful. I don't like the cold. But sure, snow in postcards looks great. You know. And you know, snowing and skiboard, uh, snowing and skiboarding, uh, snowboarding and skiing and tubing and all that—that's all part of my childhood. I love that sort of stuff. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm happy not having snow around. Me too. I like the color. I like the the variation of the seasons. But nah, I don't. Want snow. The last winter we lived in Missouri, we had a two foot snowstorm and um, it we couldn't open the doors for a couple of days because it just snowed and snowed and snowed. And um, I was so happy to leave and I haven't seen like a real snow since. It's been amazing for the last 13 years. So I'm part of this Facebook group called Escaping Illinois. <laughs> best thing in the world and it's funny because i've actually met people that are moving to texas and i've helped i've actually helped people relocate from this facebook group because it's called escaping illinois and i completely understand and i've helped people from california for whatever might not be weather but there's always a reason why people want to move right and um and i i get it i empathize with their situation so i remember when we were moving it was, there was a blizzard. It was the, the, there was a negative 20 degree wind chill factor. Negative 20 degree degrees in a blizzard. Hold on, hold on. I had the biggest U-Haul truck that I could get. I had my motorcycle inside and my car on the back on a dolly. And we were driving, of course. So all that... On the way there, so, so Chicago was south of where we lived. On the way there, I had already pre-ordered or purchased a couch from Ashley Furniture. Uh-huh. And so we had to stop by Ashley Fur Furniture in the middle of a blizzard and put it over the car into the back of the U-Haul on the side of the motorcycle <laughs> and before we could leave. And so, you know, it's snowing, hard to see all that sort of stuff. I remember we left on February 6th. When we arrived here on February 9th, because we, we slept in a couple Walmart parking lots. Yeah. Uh, when we arrived, it was 78 degrees and sunny. Negative 20, 78 degrees. And it was like, it was February. I'm thinking, yeah. is this my life now? Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. Love it, love it. Now, you recently put a post on your Facebook page asking people um, if politics affect where they move. Tell us what you found out from that post that's going crazy right now. Well, I'm opening it up. It's so funny because it came from our discussion about this uh, particular podcast, right? You're like, hey, let's talk about how the, how the, uh, how the election will affect real estate. And I, so the question I asked was, do politics 
have any bearing on where or when you buy a home. And in about an hour and a half, um, I mean, it's not too many, it's only 40 comments. Hold on, let me refresh. Yeah, 40 something comments, but they're they're well thought out and deep. And like, like one of the examples is uh, the, the one about the cannabis, right? Uh-huh. You, that's a political conversation. Uh, then there was another one that said, um, HOAs. We were talking about HOAs. Yeah. HOAs, it really is just a, a hyper-local political system. And I don't think people think about it that way. Uh, but most people would think, uh, is it red or blue, right? We were talking about the colors. And yeah. sure, that might be a factor. Um, but really, that can change it at any time. So yeah. there are a lot of people, yeah, a lot of people that feel some kind of way about the area that they're living and the politics of that area. Not as many people have been concerned with the win, right? Like, yeah, it doesn't seem to slow them down from wanting to relocate. Yeah. But definitely the area that they choose is heavily influenced by the politics of either the, the region or the state. Definitely. Well, Ian of Austin, how can people get a hold of you? Oh, uh, let's see. You can just go into El Goog, the Google, or the YouTube, and, and type and type Ian of Austin, and I will come up. And if I don't, you please let me know because that I need to come up. I need to come up. But but my name is Ian Williams, and then I throw Ian of Austin kind of in the middle. Just I don't know why. I don't even know why, but it's fun. So you can find anything on their website, uh, Snapchat. Facebook, Instagram, everything. I want you to know it works because I think I've watched uh, several of your videos. You know, I like to keep up on stuff. And now you're like in my preferred feed. So every time that you do something, it it pops up. And I've also gotten into a networking group that you're involved in. And I'm like, Ian pops up there all the time. It's like he's stalking me. That's the brand. And I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing anything special. Because you know you can pay for that. Yeah, you can. can Or Zillow. Did you know Zillow just sells your information to realtors? Really? That's that's how they make their money. That's why they're worth a billion dollars or whatever, because they sell your information to people like me. And I'm like, I'm not paying for that. They charge thousands of dollars to the people that are willing to pay it. Yep. But it works. And they have a lot of people that are looking that click happy. That sounds like Angie's List or Home Advisor. Oh yeah, they're all all the same thing. Yeah. yeah, all the same thing. They make a really cool product. They do. And it's free for, remember, if if you're not paying for it, then you're the commodity. Yeah. That's a lesson that I learned, and I will never forget that. If that you're not paying for it, you are the commodity. Is the million dollar tidbit from today. I love it. <laughs> so I always like to ask a fun question before we get off of here. I want to yeah, know right. what the last gift is that you've given somebody. Ooh. Okay, so uh, I had a, a closing, and this was for sellers. They were selling about uh, the about the family a game. It's called um, Settlers of Catan, but not the not the settlers. It's the the space version of that. Uh-huh. The reason why is because they love spending time as a family, and I wanted to cherish that 
and provide them that in the in the gift. And so the kids just went off to college. So when they come back from college, it's an excuse for them to get together and play something as a as a family. Um, yeah, that was I think that was really cool. Oh, and then so that was for that was the family gift. And then for the parents, I bought a painting of the house. Um, another friend of mine, she paints houses, and as a and as someone who's selling a house, you always create these memories in a home that you've lived in for a while. Uh-huh. And so to have, you know, the physical embodiment of that that home, it just it, it's going to mean something. And so I ended up getting them that, and then I have a surprise that's going another gift for the daughter. And it just, it was canceled on Etsy. So I've got to get it again. But uh, yeah, I just, I'm trying to make sure everyone's included because everyone was part of the family and everybody lived in the house. That's pretty cool. Well, Ian, thank you so much. It was a joy as always. Thank you, Christy. Thank you for joining us for the Ask a Realtor podcast. I am Christy Ogle, the host of the Sometimes Spouse podcast. You guys have an amazing day. Bye-bye.